Hello friends, it's Sean here. It is a Tuesday, it is the 27th of February. Oh, we're getting close to the end of this very short little month. We are still going through the book of Ephesians. What a crackerjack it is. And I have a cup of tea in hand. How could today get any better than this? I just don't even know, friend. Things are good. So glad you could join in. Click on play and invite. Click. I don't know how many of you actually clicked. That's not even a thing anymore, is it? I reckon. Yeah, no. I'm sure some of you clicked. If you clicked, good on you for clicking. The rest of you tapped or talked to Alexa or Siri. But here we are nonetheless, whatever technological uh, verb you use to get us here. Today we are going to continue reading through this letter that Paul wrote to this church. And today, as we read the second chapter, we will read perhaps for me one of the most crucial passages, which is 8 and 9, which talks about God's grace being the active agent that saves us. Nothing that we do. And this, friends, is good news because I know I need all the help I can get. And it's great to know that. I don't rest on my own efforts, but I rest in the grace-filled embrace of a loving God. So enough from me. Let's read it together. Ephesians chapter 2. Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins. You used to live in sin just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. But God is so rich in mercy, and He loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, He gave us life when He raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. For He raised us from the dead along with Christ, and seated us with him in the heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ Jesus. So God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness toward us, as shown in all he has done for us who are united with Christ Jesus. God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Don't forget that you Gentiles used to be outsiders. You were called uncircumcised heathens by the Jews who are proud of their circumcision, even though it affected only their bodies and not their hearts. In those days you were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel, and you did not know the covenant promises God had made to them. You lived in this world without God and without hope. But now you have been united with Christ Jesus. Once you were far away from God, but now... You have been brought near to him 
through the blood of Christ. For Christ himself has brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people when in his own body on the cross, he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of law with its commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new people from the two groups. Together, as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross. And our hostility toward each other was put to death. He brought this good news of peace to you Gentiles who were far away from him and peace to the Jews who were near. Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizens, along with all of God's holy people. You are members of God's family. Together, we are his house, built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. And the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. We are carefully joined together in him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Through him, you Gentiles are also being made part of this dwelling, where God lives by his Spirit. Jesus, you come with such rich gifts overflowing. Santa's got nothing on you. <laughs> no bag, no sleigh could hold the grace, the love, the inclusion that you bring to us. And you don't only reconcile us to our loving Father, but you reconcile us to each other. You bring us together as brothers and sisters in you, no matter our background, no matter our past. We are here, all members of your family, all members of your holy people. We are so grateful, Jesus, for everything that you achieved for us on that cross when you sacrificed yourself for us, when you tore asunder all that would separate us from God, and now you present us flawless, loved, forgiven and justified through you. You are just spectacular. <laughs> and we love you and we praise you and it's all in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. <laughs>